0: Podcast of Sports Ethos, your place for worldwide sports coverage. I'm your host, Tino Ganasius. You can find me on Twitter at Tino Junior Twenty and the podcast at Ethos Mariners. Uh coming off of the Mariners five-four loss last night, uh Friday, June 9th, in Anaheim against the Anaheim or Los Angeles Angels. This is a rough one. The Mariners, uh, I believe, should have, could have, would have won this game, this matchup against Shohei Otani, if not for J.P. Crawford's uh, fateful error uh, in the bottom of the third. We will get to that. The pitching matchup for this game was Luis Castillo against Shohei Otani. Uh, In this episode, we'll talk about last night's game. We'll talk about the big error and then preview uh, today's game, which is uh, Brian Wu against Patrick Sandoval at 7.07 p.m. So what happened last night? Uh, 5-4 loss, as I said. Uh, Angels mustered six hits against the Mariners pitching. Mariners had four hits. Uh, The Mariners did walk nine times, and so it wasn't for a lack of base running. Uh, Mariners had Shohei Ohtani on the ropes and weren't able to capitalize. Uh, This was the recipe to beat Shohei. This was the recipe that I've been calling for from the Mariners, which is getting in deep into counts, getting into the opposing team, opposing team's bullpen. And if the Mariners would have played not even mistake free baseball, but just not had J.P. Crawford's fateful error in the bottom of the third, I believe they would have won this game. Uh, Luis Castillo pitched very well. He ended his final line was six innings, six hits, five runs. Only three of them were earned due to that error, one walk and ten strikeouts. He threw 109 pitches, 71 for strikes. Uh he's now four and four with a 2.70 ERA. Shohei Otani on the other side went five innings, three hits, three runs, all earned, five walks and six strikeouts. Uh, He's now has a 3.32 ERA, but was not the pitcher of record. Uh, Mariners hitting the only Mariners hitter with two hits was Ty France. He went two for five. He actually looked pretty good in this game. Um, The rest of the Mariners hitting really didn't produce much. Jared Kelnick had a two run home run in the top of the first. And then Mike Ford hit a solo home run in the bottom or top of the ninth. Uh, That was about it for the Mariners offense. So again, again, Lost 5-4, four, uh, four hits, nine walks, but the offense basically stalled after um, Jared Kellnick's home run in the first inning. So first inning, top of first, Shohei Otani threw 31 pitches. Mariners left the top of the first inning with the 2-0 lead. Uh, J.P. Crawford let off the five-pitch walk. Julio struck out in, on six pitches. He did have three fastballs in the zone to hit. Uh What was interesting about Otani to me was, you know, he obviously is trying to hit the corners, but he's not afraid to throw, uh, to aim down the middle and trust his stuff. Uh, You see this in, you typically don't see Julio with three fastballs in zone to hit in uh, one at bat, but Shohei clearly was was challenging him. He ended up striking out. Ty France, six pitch, fly out to right field. Five of the six pitches were strikes that he could have hit. Um, and we saw Shohei go up and in against Ty France and, uh, against the Rangers. A lot of Ty France's pitches were, uh, pitches that he saw were low and outside. So that was interesting as well. When Kelnick hit the two run home run, it was on, uh, the second straight sweeper. So he threw sweeper sweeper. It was 104 off the bat. They were both very much in the zone, uh, 397 feet, uh, Kelnick, I think, I say this a lot, but when you repeat the same breaking pitch to a major league hitter, uh, that second pitch is susceptible, right? They've already seen it. They know what the movement looks like. They know what the uh, velocity looks like. And um, to Kelnick, that's what happened. The sweeper has been Shohei Otani's uh, highest volume pitch and his best pitch so far this season. He It is effective against left-handers, Um Contrary to, uh, I guess, conventional thought, but Kelnick saw two of them in a row and hit the second one out. Uh, tail Hernandez had a four pitch walk after Mariners went up 2 zero. Uh, Cal Raleigh had a four pitch walk. It was clear that Shohei was struggling with his control and command. Uh, Eugenio Suarez, a four pitch strikeout. It three belt high fastballs and a, a sweeper that was low and outside. Uh, I'm beginning to think that that Suarez is, uh, boy, how do I say this? He is a weak link, obviously. He hasn't been hitting well. He's triple slash right now is 206-306 with a 622 OPS. But I think it's more than that. Um, the expectation is that Gino comes up in RBI situations, that he's a professional hitter, that he's able to drive runners in. Um, at minimum advanced runners and hit sack flies, things like that. But really there's so many opportunities for him where he's coming up uh he's coming up to bat and not producing. I think it's pretty glaring that the Mariners could use a hitter in in his spot that made more contact, that uh was able to hit for a bit of a higher average. And when you couple multiple hitters that are low average, higher power sorts of hitters like Cal Raleigh like Eugenio Suarez. Um, you end up with a slugging team that hits some solo home runs, but is not does not produce a ton of runs. And I think that is what's going on with Suarez right now, and Raleigh to a large extent as well. So four-pitch strikeout for Gino uh ends the inning. Again, Shohei ends up throwing 31 pitches in the top of the first. Mariners leave the top of the first with the 2-0 lead. Uh, Luis Castillo was dealing. Uh, three pitch ground out Taylor Ward, uh, six pitch single to Shohei. It's kind of, it's what, you know, he's going to hit regardless. He's just, he's a world class hitter. Seven pitch strikeout to Mike Trout, uh, five straight fastballs, uh, which is kind of cool. It's a definitely a, uh, mono a mono or a challenge type situation. And then Anthony Rendon flew out, uh, to center field on pitch number seven from Castillo. So not the easiest inning, 23 pitch inning for Castillo in the bottom of the first, but to make his way through Otani and Trout um, is obviously a positive. Uh second inning, top of second against the Mariners, uh it was a uh 12-pitch, uh one, two, three inning for Shohei Otani, bottom second. Luis Castillo gets through uh Luis Ranjifo, Jared Walsh, and Mickey Moniak on 10 pitches. Top three was a 17-pitch inning for Shohei Otani. So, again, they're making him work. Uh, of note was uh, Teo Hernandez's at-bat was a two-pitch flyout to right field. It was a 380 XBA, according to baseball savant, 98 miles an hour off the bat. I just I think he's starting to hit the ball harder. We're starting to see some positive things from Teo Hernandez. Ty France did single in this inning. Uh so bottom three. This is where I think the game turned around in my mind. Uh, first batter, Chad Wallach, uh, defensive first catcher, uh, kind of the backup to Matt Tice, three-pitch strikeout. Zach Neto, their first-round pick last year, rookie shortstop, four-pitch strikeout. So seven pitches, two strikeouts, two outs. Taylor Ward is up on the third pitch. He hits a super routine ground ball to shortstop to J.P. Crawford. Uh, JP bobbles it twice. So E6, um, runner on first, two outs. Shohei Otani, first pitch change up, middle, middle, 88 miles an hour, 113 off the bat, 440 feet, two run home run. Otani, 17th of the season, ties the game up at 2 2. Obviously, uh, Otani should have come up in the bottom of the fourth with nobody on. Uh, just frustrating, right? Like JP's your captain, JP's your leader. Um, A lot of, you know, the perceived value of JP Crawford on the Mariners outside of his leadership is his defensive play. He's a gold glove shortstop. I don't know that gold glove is is the best marker or indicative of the best shortstop anymore, but uh, you know, he is a very good, Major league shortstop that makes a lot of or makes all of the routine plays and uh, some spectacular ones. This was inexcusable uh, in my mind for him to bobble this. Uh, and it obviously, with Otani and Trout coming up next, it was kind of the death nail. Uh, Luis Castillo did get out of the inning, uh, getting Mike Trout to fly out to right field. It was a 14 pitch inning, but it was clear in the bottom of the fourth that Castillo was still. Hadn't quite shaken it off. Uh, Anthony Rendon hit a double on a middle-middle fastball on the third pitch of his at bat. Luis Renjifo drove him in on a uh, a middle-middle pitch, a, uh, RBI single. Uh, again, when you give up in the in the the next inning, you give up two base hits on middle-middle pitches. You don't see Luis Castillo um, mislocation often and prior to the error, he wasn't missing, right? He was dotting the outsides of the strike zone and just and cruising. So I think it was a bit of frustration whether you could see that on his face or not. It was pretty clear to me the fact that he was missing his location uh shows that he was frustrated. He struck out Jared Walsh on four pitches. It was four straight fastballs. Um that too could be seen as him as Castillo taking some of his frustration out, throwing fastballs in that way. I, I might be projecting a little bit, but I certainly could see that happening. And then Mickey Moniak struck out on six pitches. Uh, it was a strike him out, throw him out. Luis, Luis Ranjifo was attempting to steal second. So that was a 15-pitch inning. Gave up another run. Angels go up 3-2. Top five, uh, Jose Caballero, six-pitch walk. I just I know Caballero's numbers aren't exactly incredible. He's hitting 244, 396 OBP, which is great. And currently a 756 OPS. Plays a uh what I would consider a slightly above average defensive second base. And he's just he causes trouble for the opposing pitcher. He takes a ton of pitches. And I, I like what he's producing. I, I'd like to see him, I don't know what the Mariners would do with Colt Wong, but I'd like to see them start Caballero every day, at least to see what it is that we have. Uh so Caballero walks uh julio four pitch fly out to left field or excuse me jp crawford four pitch fly out to right field to left field uh julio is hit on the third pitch so runners on first and second and one out ty france seven pitch rbi single he looks he looked to be very locked in in this game uh it was a cutter that that was belt high but in and off the plate uh still hit it for a single so three three game and then jerry crawford Jared Crawford. Jared Kelnick ends up uh, hitting into a first pitch 3-6-3 double play. Bottom five, uh, not a whole lot of note other than Otani hitting the first pitch he sees, which is a 97-mile-an-hour sinker uh, for a double. So Otani goes five. He, Mariner's got him to throw a ton of pitches early he ends up throwing 97 pitches through five innings. They take him out. Uh, only 53 were for strikes. They got 50 or five walks, three hits. That, to me, that's about as as well as you can expect any offense to perform against Shohei. Um, they did the right thing. I, I I really can't blame them. I think if you score three runs off of Shohei Otani in five innings, you would expect to win that game. Uh, ben Joyce who was uh, the Angels, I believe, second-round pick um, in last year's draft out of the University of Tennessee, reliever, uh, Stowe's 104, came in. He ended up facing one batter before uh, leaving with uh, what was termed as hand discomfort. He walked tail Hernandez uh, on five pitches. I think the Mariners will see. will have to face Ben Joyce in leverage situations for many, many years to come. Uh, His fastball averaged between 99.9 and 102. Uh, So Jacob Webb, another right hander, replaces Ben Joyce. Cal Raleigh comes up, six pitch, pop out to short. Uh, Gino Suarez, five pitch, line out to short or to third base. He did have two fastballs to hit that were 94 miles an hour and down the middle of the plate. Another example of a runner on um, in a place where I would expect uh suarez to do damage and then mike ford three pitch pop out to third base t in the inning uh in the bottom of the sixth luis castillo uh hit anthony rendon luis ranjifo saw seven pitches he popped out to third base jared walsh fouled out to uh to third base so there's two outs runner on first mickey Moniac four pitch on the fourth pitch he sees two run home run his fifth of the season center field. Uh Castillo threw him four straight fastballs that were belt high or higher. And they were all in the uh velocity band of 971 to 976. Again, when you repeat the same pitch to hitters in the major leagues, they're they're going to be able to time it up and they're going to be able to see it. And I think this was I don't know. Maybe it's a machismo thing, maybe it's a uh, you know, I throw 98, 97, 98, and you can't hit me, but I would have liked to see a different pitch. And I think that um that Mickey Moniak again as a major leaguer was able to hit the fourth fast, straight fastball he saw within the same um kind of sight level at the same speed out to center field for a home run. Uh frustrating for for me to see because I think that uh I think that the pitch mix should have been different. In the bottom of the fourth, Mickey Moniak saw six pitches. Five of those were fastballs. And then in the bottom of the second, uh, Mickey Moniak saw three pitches, and all of those were fastballs. So in his first three at-bats, he saw, what is that, six, four, that's ten. He saw 13 pitches. Mickey Moniak saw 13 pitches in his first three at-bats, and 12 of them were fastballs. He's a major leaguer. I I think that the that was a bad um, a bad pitch selection. Uh, I don't know if that is Luis Castillo's call, if that's Scott Services' call, if that's Cal Raleigh's call. But whoever decided to throw that many fastballs was, I, I think, not uh, or maybe over or underestimating the ability of Mickey Moniak, a major leaguer, uh, to hit. I just pulled up Mickey Moniac's uh pitch tracking in uh ba- on baseball savant because I wanted to see what his average this season was against the fastball versus other pitches. He is currently hitting 280 with a six eighty slug against the fastball, four hundred forty four with an eight eighty nine slug against off speed, and one hundred eighty eight with a four thirty eight against breaking balls. So really what i was looking for is is has he struggled against the fastball this season and is that why Luis Castillo threw 12 of the first 13 pitches um fastballs against him and the answer is no he hasn't struggled there there is no real justification for castillo to throw that many fastballs in a row to the same hitter i put that on whoever made that that pitch call um at this point the angels uh take a 5-3 lead, and it's basically the game, right? Mariners had a chance, but this is where the Mariners lost the game. This, The pitch selection to Mickey Moniak and the error by J.P. Crawford are the two reasons why the Mariners lost. Chad Wallach ends up uh, fouling out to the catcher seven pitches uh, to end the bottom of the sixth. Uh, after that, of note, top eight, Sam Bachman, uh, former first-round pick of the Angels, comes in for Jacob Webb. Uh, Jared Kelnick has six-pitch walk. It was uh, three sliders, a sinker, a slider, and another sinker. I just – he's not getting any forcing fastballs to hit. Again, it makes sense to me. Uh, Tayo flew out to center field. It was 97 miles an hour off the bat, 350 XBA. Uh, he's Again, he's hitting the ball hard. That's his second really hard hit fly out. They're going to start to fall. He's going to start to hit them over the fence. I'm confident. Kyle uh, Raleigh grounds out to first base. Kelnick goes to second, and then Gino gets a slider first pitch. That was middle-middle, and he ends up, uh, he's a ground out to shortstop, um, fielder's choice, but uh, there's another instance of Eugenio Suarez coming up with runners-on and getting a middle-middle pitch to hit and not doing anything with it. Carlos Estevez, the uh, relief pitcher that uh, was signed by the Angels from the Rockies uh, this offseason, replaced Sam Bachman, Mike Ford on the seventh pitch hit a home run, uh, solo home run to right field. It was 102 off the bat, 388 feet. Uh, Mike Ford is is a player. I I think he has a role at the end of a roster, a major league roster as a right-handed or left-handed hitter um, versus right-handed pitching. He's patient. He gets deep into counts. He can hit for some power. Uh, I like Mike Ford. I don't know that you know if the mariners do find a non second baseman to uh as a bat uh that they target and trade for um and he replaces mike ford i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing i could see ford maybe spelling um first base dh sometimes and that's probably his and being a pinch hitter is probably his best role but as of right now i don't mind him as the dh against right-handed pitching so he hits a home run Jose Caballero walks, so runner on first, no outs, Mariners down 5-4. J.P. Crawford fouled out on the sixth pitch. It was a fastball that was middle up that I think was hittable. Uh, Julio struck out on five pitches. He fouled off a slider that was middle, middle and hittable. But what was frustrating about the Julio at bat was that he took a called strike three in the top of the ninth where he was the go-ahead run. It was 99 miles an hour, but it was a middle, middle fastball and i i think this is just this is very exemplary of the fact that julio rodriguez right now is very much a guess hitter if he was looking fastball and then looking to adjust to a breaking ball there's no way in hell he's taking a 99 mile an hour fastball straight down the middle for strike three um super frustrating to see him do that uh even if he was to to walk and get on, yes, that puts Caballero into scoring position. But you want to see Julio swing the bat. The Mariners didn't didn't sign him to a 400 plus million dollar contract to have him take a walk so that Ty France could come up in the top of the ninth. He needed to be swinging the bat. It was clear he was looking breaking ball and he took that fastball down the middle, but it was ugly. Um, I'm sure there are a lot of Mariners fans out there who were pretty angry. Uh, with what happened in the top of the ninth. And then Ty France came out, came up, and he flew out to center field to end the game. So frustrating game. Again, uh, pitch selection to Mickey Moniak in the bottom of the sixth uh, and the error by J.P. Crawford in the bottom of the third were truly the reasons why the Mariners lost this game. Uh, Scoring three runs and getting Shohei Otani out of the game after five innings Should be a recipe for a victory. I think it would have been a really huge uh, win for the Mariners to start this series had they won. Uh, Luis Castillo, I think, pitched really well 10 strikeouts, six innings. He did did give up the three earned runs, but my opinion is that uh, he was a little bit thrown off by the air by JP's there in the bottom of the third. Would you like to see your ace bounce back a little bit better and not get thrown off by the air? For sure. Um, and I'm not saying that Luis Castillo is not a mentally very strong uh, pitcher, but I do think that you know there was a, he was slightly shaky just after that error, and I think that's um, I don't know I, I, it it just shows that he was frustrated uh, in my opinion. So Mariners lose five four. Uh, rough start to the beginning of this series. Uh, takes them to thirty and thirty two angels go to thirty five and thirty Mariners are now ten games out of first place. The angels six and a half, but the Mariners are only five games out of the wild card so uh and it's still early, not panicking um this is a game that was winnable in fact, I think they should have won it, but you know you regroup and come back on on Saturday and Sunday and still try to take the series. Luis Castillo in this game he threw hundred and nine pitches um that's probably about as many as you want him to throw. 72 of them were fastball, forcing fastballs, 66%. He was up a half a tick, uh, averaged 96.6 on the fastball. I love that he got 20 whiffs in 42 swings. That's a 48% whiff rate on a forcing fastball, which is virtually unheard of. Um, so the four-seamer was working for sure. Uh, 16% slider. He threw that. Uh, he got six swings on seventeen sliders, two whiffs, uh, twelve sinkers, six swings, two whiffs, and then eight changeups, five swings, two whiffs on the eight cha- on the five swings on eight changeups. So, again, he had the four seamer working, and his stuff looked good. Uh, this is a game you would expect Luis Castillo to win, not putting the loss on him, um, putting the loss on J.P. Crawford and uh, whoever made the pitch selection to Mickey Moniak. Uh, today's game is Brian Wu against Patrick Sandoval. Uh, Sandoval is a left-handed 26-year-old starter. He was originally 11th round pick of the Astros. Um, Wu, this is his second major league start. We've talked about it previously. Sixth round pick of the Mariners last uh, two years ago. He's 23 years old, 6'2", 205. Uh... Brian Wu in the last game threw 47% fastballs, average 96. Uh, sinker 28% of the time, same velocity, 96.4. And then slider 21% of the time, which is an 82-mile-an-hour slider. To me, it looks like more like a sweeper. Baseball savant calls it a slider. Uh, it has 91% more break than your average major league slider. So, again, that to me looks like a sweeper. And it's over 17 inches of horizontal break. I wonder if the Mariners will work with Brian Wu, whether it's this off season, or if he ends up going back down to the minor leagues to throw a bit more of a gyro slider uh, to couple that sweeper right now. He's, he's basically a, yes, he's a three pitch pitcher, fastball, forcing fastball sinker, uh slider or sweeper, but really it's two different velocities. And if you can pick up the fact that it's, the lesser velocity, you know where it's going to break because he's not throwing his change-upper curveball much. He threw one each in his first start. What to watch for with Brian Wu in this start against the Angels? Um, the most important thing is location. Uh, all of the hits that he surrendered in his first game pitched against the Rangers were all middle-middle. Every last hit that he surrendered was middle-middle. So is he able to hit his spots? At the beginning of the game, uh, because he has, he does have good enough stuff that if he's able to locate, uh, he should be successful at least through five innings. And then watch his pitch mix against left handed hitters. The fastball, sinker, slider is effective against mix, is effective against right handed hitters from a right handed pitcher, but left handers should be able to hit the sinker and the slider. And so uh, watch to see if he does mix in more change ups. Potentially more curveballs. I'd expect to see maybe a couple of of backdoor curveballs to left-handed hitters. So watch those two two things. Is he locating and uh what is his pitch mix against lefties? Sandoval, like I said, 26 years old, 6'3, 190. Uh, not a free agent until 2027. He's three and five with a four point one four ERA, but a one-four-o whip. Lots of base runners, fifty-seven hits in fifty-eight and two-thirds innings, but twenty-five walks. He is um, letting more runners on base score than league average a lot of times that's luck luck is involved with that as well sixty seven point six percent left on base uh percentage, and his swinging strike rate has um decreased each of the last three years by almost two percent so it was fifteen two in two thousand twenty one which is near elite it was thirteen three in two thousand twenty two and this year it's eleven two so Is that a reduction in stuff? Is that – is it major league hitters figuring him out? Is it a different pitch mix? I would assume that his stuff is a little bit less than it had been previously, um, but he's a less effective starting pitcher now than he was um, in 22 and in 21. His pitch mix, he leads with the slider, which is also interesting. 33% of the time, 86-mile-an-hour slider. Fastball is the second highest usage, 26%. It's a 92 mile an hour slider. He throws the changeup, 26%. So fastball, changeup are equal, and that's 83 miles an hour. So about a nine mile an hour difference between fastball and changeup, and the changeup is um, is thrown with uh, with the same frequency. The changeup is is widely considered changeup and slider the two his two best pitches. He gets a 36% whiff rate on the changeup and then curveball 8% and sinker 7%. He's been a ground ball pitcher this year, 50.5% ground ball rate, and his whiff rate and zone contact are pretty much league average. So the Mariners should be able to score against Patrick Sandoval based on his results this year. Um, You know, a decent Sandoval start from the Angels' perspective is probably six innings, three runs. Uh, Really, this game should be about Brian Wu and whether Brian Wu is able to locate and be successful through five. Uh this could become a battle of the bullpen's. I expect Brian Wu to bounce back a bit. Uh the Angels lineup is um does have some le- uh some quite a few right-handed hitters, and so because of that, you would expect Brian Wu to have some success as a righty who is typically better against right-handed um right-handed hitters. So we'll see. Uh the Mariners, if they are to to take this game and even up the series, I think that that would be um, – obviously, it's good for them. I'm, I'm stating the obvious. I'm getting my Ron Fairly on here. But uh, you can't fall too many more games than than 10 out of first place and expect to contend. I know it's still early, but they have to start winning. And uh, I want to see Julio be more aggressive, especially in the clutch. Looks like Ty France and Taylor Hernandez are starting to really turn it around a bit. JK continues to hit, you know, you got Caballero and uh, JP Crawford getting on base. So Mariners offense is close. I'm, you know, certainly uh, critical of the offense, maybe not as critical as some, but uh, I think the Mariners offense clicking is right around the corner and we'll see if it happens tonight. So again, Mariners lost last night, 5-4 in a very winnable game. Uh, Two mistakes that were both mental that that I hope they can shore up today. Uh, today's game, Brian Wu against pa- uh, Patrick Sandoval, 707 start. We will be back tomorrow to review uh, today's game. And uh, again, if I have time, I'll talk a little bit about the Angels um, farm system. I always find that interesting. So again, thanks for listening. My name is Tino Ganasius. This is the Mariners cast from Sports Ethos. You can find me on Twitter at Junior 20 that's tinojr J R two zero 0 and the podcast at Ethos Mariners, E-T-H-O-S-M-A-R-I-N-E-R-S. Enjoy your Saturday. If you're watching the Champions League final, enjoy that too. Take care, y'all. Peace.